0: Welcome to this podcast, um, yet to be titled. Uh, My name is Andrew Foster. I'm a four-stripe brown belt in North Carolina. And um, I started a a YouTube channel in 2020 and got some traction on there. And I've gotten some feedback to to do more of it. And I'm not going to be in the best position to, to film some stuff for a few more months here. So I thought I would transfer... Um, over to this podcast format and um, have a topic would like to talk about here on this first episode. I wanted to talk about falling in love with the process or finding a process of improvement for yourself that you can carry with you for the entire duration of your training. It's been something that's been very helpful to me. I started training in 2006. I'm currently a four stripe brown belt, looking to make the move to black here this year and um, work on, you know, continuing to try to expand and, and teach a little bit. And it it hasn't been an easy path uh, for me. I spent almost seven years at blue belt and. You know, the Blue Belt Blues is something that I'm very familiar with and something, you know, that we could talk about at some point. But definitely for anybody listening that is struggling a lot with, you know, getting better and the the frustration of training and feeling like you're losing a lot or not getting better, maybe you dread going to class Maybe you do Shark Tank drills or King of the Hill drills, and you know you're on the wall and you you know you're nervous. Your your coach might be watching. You want you know you want a belt promotion or you want a stripe, and you're just you know you feel like all eyes are on you, and you just are struggling. And sometimes training can really really not be fun. One thing that I got, and I have to fully credit Seth Smith for this. Seth Smith is a very awesome. Black belt in Richmond, Virginia. He has a school called Upstream BJJ. uh, He's a very good Ryan Hall black belt. I read something a long time ago from him along the lines of, you know, finding a process to improve. And the idea is sort of if you go into class every night and you're rolling and you're focusing on winning or losing you might get really frustrated really fast. And the analogy that, that comes to mind the best for me, and I, I don't, I, Seth may have even used this analogy, is if you're practicing clothes guard arm bars for the night or the lumberjack sweep from clothes guard where somebody stands up and you hook the leg and drop them down to a hip to sweep. Um, if you attempt that arm bar, And you open your guard to to go for that catch, and you get your guard passed. And you go, well, I'll try it again. And then you you try that armbar again, you open your legs to swing around the head, and all of a sudden, boom, your guard gets passed again. It's very easy, especially earlier in your jiu-jitsu career, to want to just hang on to the closed guard and not make that attempt to go for it and it can be really tempting to just not want to get crushed those early years of training are so difficult as they are you know the idea of having to just get crushed just to you know try a, a technique that you're working on can seem really daunting and frustrating so um but it's really important in those moments to just try to realize that what's more important than winning and losing during the roll is that you're improving and you're never going to develop a good close guard armbar or a good lumberjack sweep or insert any movement in the game. You're never going to get proficiency with it if you don't attempt it. So yeah, it it sucks to get your guard passed going for something or to get sweeped going for something. But um, you have to find a process that works for you. And if you can find a way to enjoy the process of the small incremental improvements, then those moments where you get swept past or submitting, going for something that you're wanting to improve at, those moments will suck less. If you have the context that you're just enjoying the process and you're just, you know, loving the process of getting better. And that process can look different for a lot of different people. You know, maybe, you know, you're a visual learner. Maybe you're an auditory learner. Uh, Maybe you like instructionals. You know, maybe you do private lessons. Maybe you really don't like those things and you just you thrive best in in a group class. Um, maybe this isn't a big thing for you at all. And uh, in which case you're probably not listening to this, but, um, yeah, if it, if it's natural for you, it, it, you know, this may not as be much of a thing, but if you can, every single person is different. I, I heard something before, um, that the idea is every black belt in the world, will give a different detail on how to do the closed guard armbar, because literally everybody is different. That sounds so obvious, but no two bodies feel the same. We, we can never know what it feels like to be inside someone else's body. Um, you know, mentally, physically, you know, just the way every little muscle fiber moves, it's never going to be the same for anybody. So, Finding um, what works for you could look so many different ways. So I would encourage you to take time to you know, really think when you, when you finish training, um, whether you think a little bit before you go to class or after class, take some time to try to you know, figure out over the days, weeks, and months a process that you really enjoy. Um, for small incremental improvements and work on um, caring more about that than caring about the specific outcomes of the roles in your training sessions. That was pretty much the only way I was able to get um, from blue belt to purple belt. Um, I wish I had heard that advice at white belt. I think I could have relaxed a little bit more, um, I think a lot of people, especially that come from, maybe they didn't do as many competitive sports growing up, They they may struggle a little bit more with being a little more competitive out there, and it may be a little bit more discouraging if the performance isn't as good as they want it to be, so, um, yeah, finding that process is 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 really gonna be crucial for your development, and it's a it's a tip for um, lower belts, but it can it can really apply to everybody, and it can apply to a lot of other things in life than just um, jujitsu or or submission grappling. Um, I'm gonna try to keep these shorter than than longer, as they go on. Um, I really want to start slow and, and build things up. This is something that, you know, we can absolutely revisit at some point. And I may do that, but I wanted to just knock something out quick and just encourage anybody struggling, you know, coming home frustrated every every night after class or every morning after class and is really beating themselves up because they're not winning as much as they think they should. Um, to maybe shift the, shift your frame a little bit, frame, frame things differently, you know, maybe develop a new paradigm where when you're training, you're focused less on the outcome and more on, you know, the, the way that you're improving and you can set small incremental goals in that fashion too. Um, something that you could do that, um, that I found very helpful, is let's just keep using the closed guard armbar analogy. If you are getting past off your closed guard armbar when you attempt it, you know, figure out how you're getting past. And if you are getting past the same way, um, let's say, you know, you're throwing your left leg over their face and they're they're catching you at the heel or behind your, your, your calf and they're pressing that leg to the floor and running around your legs maybe try to not get past that way, right? So, uh, maybe, you know, work on that aspect of of clamping that leg a little tighter when it goes around the head, and then maybe you start getting stacked up onto your shoulders, and they rip the arm out with that, that lawnmower defense, and then, you know, you get past that way now. Now you're sort of getting stacked past when the arm bar happens. So, you know, it's still a bummer because you're not you're not getting the armbar that you want to get, but you aren't getting past the way that you were before. So then, you know, maybe you start hooking the bottom leg on your armbar or, or, you know, knocking them down to the spiderweb position or the standard armbar position uh, or the jujigatami position. And, you know, you start finishing your armbars there and you're not you're not getting stacked up anymore suddenly. But now they're doing hitchhiker escapes on you. And you start losing the armbar that way. But now, before you realize it, you're now in the driver's seat. And you're now controlling more of the offense. And instead of just throwing up a Hail Mary arm bar, you're getting a little bit more positional control first. And now you're, you're getting full extension on the arm. And they're having to react to you with that hitchhiker escape. So they're still getting out. You're still not getting the arm bar. But suddenly, you've taken a situation that was going very bad for you. And you've suddenly, or you've drastically rather, um, you've drastically and slowly progressed your way to where it's something that's working better for you now, and you're having some more incremental success. And maybe it's not, maybe you aren't, you know, taking everybody's arm home all night, but you are progressing farther along the path to having um, a better arm bar attack from closed guard that your training partners will you know, have to start respecting. Um, and it really is just such a marathon. Is It's so cliche, you know, when everybody says that black belts are just white belts that never quit. And it's about who's left at the end. Uh, but it is true um, to a large extent. So just because it's trite doesn't make it not true. So, you know, I didn't just want to give out a big concept. I I hope that that example with the closed guard armbar helps a little bit for a specific thing that you can work on to um, to find small goals instead of just a big nebulous idea of winning and and getting better. Um, so I hope that helps. That I I thought that that would be a really uh, a big one to lead with because I wouldn't be in the position I'm in of wanting to, uh, put myself out there a little bit more if it weren't for finding a process to improve. And it's really been the cornerstone, um, of all of my development up to now. So, um, yeah, I have to give a shout out to Seth Smith for that, for that concept. It was a written interview. I'll try to find it and, you know, in the notes for this episode, I'll try to have a link to that interview if I can find it. Um, I also wanted to give a big, big shout out to Matt Scaff, who is a first degree black belt at 10th Planet Decatur in Alabama. Um, I definitely would not be doing this if it, uh, wasn't for the encouragement um, of Matt Scaff. He has an awesome podcast himself called The Grappling Discourse, and um, it's it's awesome. I, I don't really listen to jujitsu uh, podcasts very much, but I, I definitely want to plug uh, his podcast. He's a he's a great friend, and um, yeah, he's you know kind of given me a little bit of motivation to do this and. You know, if you like jujitsu, uh, his podcast is definitely worth checking out. Um, I will be doing more of these, and if you you know know who I am, or if you followed anything I've done, thank you so much for everything up to now. I appreciate you very much, and um, if you're new to this, then um, I will do my best to help in any way that I can, and. Thank you so much and you know have fun training and stay safe and I will talk with everybody soon